Okay. Here we go. <laughs> Y'all ready for this? Bum 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 I'm just looking at Yelp bum, reviews. Bum, but <laughs> That's not how it goes. <laughs> That's not even close. How does it go? <laughs> well, I'm so impressed that you were able to do that. Isn't that what I did? You said bum bum no. <laughs> I don't see the difference. And here comes your L.A. Lakers. It's just a kid practicing his oboe. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just too intense. You don't get it. Hello, everyone, and welcome to this week's episode of the Faith to Go podcast, your one-stop shop for everything you need to have faith discussions throughout your week with your friends and with your family. My name is David Tremaine, and I'm the director of Faith Formation here at St. Paul's Cathedral in San Diego. And I'm Maya Little Sonia, and I'm the youth minister. I'm Jackie Pippin, and I'm the digital resource curator. And Jackie, you have some exciting podcast-related news to share with the podcast audience about next week's podcast. Would you tell them? Next week, I will be with David and Maya recording the podcast all together. Wow, in the same room. Wait, how are we going to do in that? In the same we'll room. Mic- we'll get another microphone for that special occasion. Is she going to have to call us but like from, the, <laughs> from like downstairs? Yeah. Yeah, I'm just going to be outside looking in oh, the no. office. <laughs> so for all you out there, essentially nothing will be different. Right. But it'll be different for us. <laughs> and we'll be really excited. Like, get pumped. Get pumped for us, please. Yeah. Yeah. You'll definitely be able to tell. Y'all ain't ready for this. Maybe you couldn't already tell that she's not. There will definitely be more shenanigans. Maybe by the fact we always Anymore. talk about Japan. Yeah. I don't know if you guys got that in context, <laughs> that she's not here because she's in Japan. If so, you're in Japan, you can't be here. Very exciting. Jackie will be with us next week. And also very exciting is that next week. Physically present. Physically present. In the same room, all three of us. In the same time zone and country. City. Wow. And city and room. Wow. All together. Maybe. Maybe. Uh, well, I mean, we're still, we don't know about the room thing we're yet. We'll have to get but. another mic. I'm still stoked she'll <laughs> be in the same country. Yeah. Uh, so, also next week, uh, well, this week is the last week of Easter. Mm. And what? so Jackie will be. <laughs> <laughs> no one told me that. Um. <laughs> Jackie will be Jackie will be with us in studio for our Pentecost podcast, our podcast, oh, our Pentecost. <laughs> there we go. I was like, try again. Our, our Pentecast. I'm gonna have and, to plan my wardrobe accordingly. Yeah, we'll have to wear red. I was thinking a Guy Fieri type shirt with the flames <laughs> on the sides. Um. So yeah, so we are getting down to the end of our Easter season. And that means that in two weeks, we will celebrate the Feast of Pentecost. So next week's podcast will be on the Pentecost readings. Um, But this week is Easter 7, the seventh Sunday in Easter. And if you're keeping track at home, uh, Pentecost, which means 50 days, is seven full weeks, right? So seven Sundays plus uh, that first Sunday of Easter day. So it's seven it's a it's a full seven weeks of seven, seven days a week forty nine. I can pemdos this and then seven times seven <laughs> plus one. <laughs> oh, 50. Seven whole weeks, not the seven half weeks right, that we normally count. No, 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 no. 
not those Sunday to Wednesday. It's no Lent. No, none of that. <laughs> so <clears throat> we are excited to get uh, to Pentecost and uh, finish out our Easter season with a bang, which we'll do today. Jesus is going to really throw it through a loop today with yeah, today's reading. So get ready for that. Um, if you ever want to reach out to us and uh, have us answer any questions you may have or share any stories or comments from your week of faith discussions or personal reflections, we'd love to hear from you here at the Faith to Go podcast. You can email us uh, at to uh, you can email us at faith to go at stpaulcathedral.org. You can also direct message us through our Instagram at faith to go. That's Maya's preferred option. And you can also uh, chat with us through the chat function on our website. That's my preferred My faith to go.org. That's your favorite one? I don't have, I'm not logged into faith to go, which I should be, but. Okay. If you want to talk to Maya, go through the website. Yeah. Um, I'll have my people call your people. And like every week, uh, we're gonna, we base the faith to go resources, which you can find at myfaith2go.org. Uh, on the gospel for this Sunday. And so this Sunday, Easter 7, year C, is again from John. How many weeks? Many weeks of John. John chapter 17, verses 20 to 26. So Jackie is going to read the gospel for this Sunday. And then we are each going to take a moment to highlight a point that we hope you take into your personal reflections or your faith discussions with your friends and family. Jesus prayed for his disciples, and then he said, I ask not only on behalf of these, but also on behalf of those who will believe in me through their word, that they may all be one. As you, Father, are in me, and I am in you, may they also be in us, so that the world may believe that you have sent me. The glory that you have given me, I have given them, so that they may be one as we are one. I in them and you in me, that they may become completely one, so that the world may know that you have sent me and have loved them even as you have loved me. Father, I desire that those also whom you have given me may be with me where I am to see my glory, which you have given me because you loved me before the foundation of the world. Righteous Father, the world does not know you, but I know you. And these know that you have sent me. I made your name known to them. And I will make it known, so that the love with which you have loved me may be in them, and I in them. Okay, so uh, we don't need. This is a doozy. Yeah, yeah. that's a tough one. Uh, <laughs> it's a lot of pronouns. Mm. A lot of <laughs> so pronouns <many>. and prepositions. <laughs> so many prepositions. It's like it's like a Mad Lib, except all of the spaces are pronouns and prepositions. Right, right. Person <laughs> in room, you. Person, other person in room, I, you. Preposition, I. preposition, preposition. Right, and then them. With, in, on, under, over, through. Over. So, um. Okay, so we're gonna try to parse this out a little bit. Um each in our own way, but all you really need to know is that <clears throat> at this point, you know the lay of the land in the Gospel of John pretty well if you've been listening to this podcast, because we've been talking about it for about two months now. Oy. And we are in, uh, this is the last, these, these are the last verses, the last six verses of chapter 17, and verse 1, the first story in chapter 18 is the betrayal and arrest of Jesus. So this is the end of 
as we referred we we talked about this in last week's podcast what what uh, is usually referred to as Jesus's farewell discourse to his disciples which takes place in Jerusalem uh, after his triumphal entry entry into Jerusalem and it begins with uh, the washing of the disciples' feet and then it's just this whole monologue that Jesus has with uh, towards his disciples um, for about four chapters. So this is all about Jesus telling them what is going to happen, what's going to happen after that thing happens, and, and, the, and the ways that they will be supported in their ministries moving forward once he's gone. So this is it. These are the last things Jesus is going to say to his disciples in this section of the gospel. And then the next section is, after Jesus had spoken these words, he went out with his disciples across the Kidron Valley to a place where there was a garden which he and his disciples entered. And then that's where he's going to be that night before uh, that night, and then he's going to be arrested that night. So uh, that's where we are. We're at the, this, these are Jesus' last final words to his disciples before his arrest. So they're pretty important and significant for that reason, um, amongst others. So I think Jackie has the first point. Hi. Hey. How are you doing? Uh, this week, <laughs> good. <laughs> uh, my point comes from the beginning of the reading where it says, Jesus prayed for his disciples. Um, and I think it's important to talk about because I think I feel like when I'm in a really good spot, when things are going great and I'm not very stressed, which is pretty rare for me, um, like those moments of feeling like you don't need to pray. And this reminder that even Jesus needs to pray and needs to be grounded and needs to have that connection to God uh, is an important reminder that we don't need to just pray when we're really stressed or when we have a problem to bring to God, but we can also pray in thanksgiving of great things that have happened or of upcoming things that are just on our mind that we're not necessarily stressed about but are happening in our lives. Um, But that notion of remaining grounded through both like the downs and the ups that we occur in life, um, I think is a is a great thing to lift up. And not only should we continually pray, but also we need to be reminded that we still need to be prayed for in those good moments, you know? Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah, and it's cool also because throughout the Gospels, Jesus gives us a whole lot of different models for types of ways to pray you know there's not just one way of praying and so here jesus is praying like intercessory prayer for his friends you know mm-hmm. and but at other times it'll, it says like jesus went away by himself and prayed you know had mm-hmm. some quiet time some maybe silent prayer of some kind um he's also like in the temple Often during times of prayer, that's like public prayer. He's also teaching them the Lord's Prayer, so like a like a pre-written, wrote, memorized kind of prayer. And he's also saying, when you pray, go into your inner room, you know, close the door and pray to your Father, and in heaven. And so, <clears throat> there's like not only not only is Jesus saying, you know, no matter what, even even Jesus, who at various times in this gospel of John is equated with 
God and with the Father, saying, you know, God, the God, God and Father and I are one. And even here, I am in you and you are in me and I am in them. And like even this Jesus who identifies so closely with the Father, with the Godhead, is praying, is praying, you know, and that's kind of incredible that, yeah. you know, we say, well, why would Jesus need to pray? <laughs> but uh, Jesus is praying and it shows us that no matter what the situation, no matter who we are, we can all find comfort and solace and and we can all be challenged to take time, you know, for those quiet moments, what, whatever kind of form they may take for us. Because it's different right. for everybody. You know? Well, and I think so clearly, like, our problems are meant to be brought to God, mm-hmm. you know. Obviously, God is very aware of what Jesus, what is going on in Jesus's life right now. Um, but it is something for Jesus to reflect on, to take that time and to take that intentionalness, to reflect mm-hmm. on what's happening in his life and to give that to God. Yeah, that there's like this this like conversation of prayer even within the Godhead is like a cool idea. Mm-hmm. It's like prayerful communication within God and, all, and what we're doing is like taking part. When we pray, we're taking part in that communication. You know? Mm-hmm. That's kind of cool. I feel like that goes into my point, if I may. Um, I believe that that goes into my point if we're talking about this sort of collaboration and relationship with God and what you had said of like bringing that to God because God is aware of all the situations but it is only when we intentionally present our supplications and our thanksgivings and just our lives with him and like like allow him in and not only allow him in but show up to the table allow ourselves to be in ourselves if that makes sense to sit with ourselves because my the verse that I thought was particularly striking was on um Let's see. Okay. What was that noise? I was like, hmm. Uh, Okay, let's see. 1724. Father, I desire that those also whom you have given me may be with me where I am to see my glory. So I think it says a lot about the presence of Christ within us and and to sit with him where he is, to be in that inner room in our hearts that that chamber um but also out in the world of course like the the inner room isn't a physical room it's just sitting in the presence of our creator and bringing those things to him i think it's a matter of just um being really intentional and contemplative i suppose but just in touch with christ within ourselves but also within other people because it follows up by saying to see my glory and the way that we see christ's glory revealed would be not just the only way, but a way, is to, like it says in our baptismal covenant, to seek Christ in all persons, you know? Mm-hmm. And so to look where, to meet Christ where he is with you and with us, yeah. you know? Just as I meet Christ where I am and just as he meets God where he is in him. Right. Mm-hmm. That was good. Yeah. yeah. I heard that. See, you, you got it. Okay. Mm-hmm. Just as that is the case, so must we also um, become one, as it says, as, as we are one. Right. Um, and in that, we glorify God in this unity and this mutual recognition of Christ within, and the and Christ's love within one another. Yeah, because the, in the in verse twenty two before that it says, "The glory that you have given me, I have given them, so that they may be one, as we are one, I in them, and you in me, 
that they may become completely one. Yeah, it does say that, doesn't it? Yeah. yeah. So that <laughs> it works so, out. Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> that wasn't just random. So that yeah, like you're saying, uh, that glory, the, like the glory of God, comes about not only from being present, finding that glory and being present with ourselves, but also mm-hmm. being present with other people. Right. Don't stop listening to what I said at people. the Princess Bride thing. Right. It goes past that. <laughs> it's not only sitting with God within you. Because you can give God God, all the glory you'd like by yourself, but that isn't the glory that he's talking about here. He's talking about the glory that comes when we give glory to him and other people and recognize that in one another as they do. And it's like this mutual glorification that ultimately like goes up to God. Yeah, and that it's that glory that unites us in our difference from one another. That Mm -hmm. there's like there is something ultimately uniting in in each of us and that thing is god dwelling in us it's like the three persons of the trinity they're distinct Mm -hmm. but they're god dwelling within them Mm -hmm. and so even though they are different as we are different Mm -hmm. you and i Mm -hmm. we connect to that thing yeah that thing with like a capital t the thing god that yeah that (laughs) if you just capitalize anything in reference to god it's funny the thing (laughs) the one thing that is and was and forever shall be right (laughs) Um, that kind of goes to what I'm going to talk about. Because what I wanted to talk about was the very first verse, jumping back a little bit. Uh, I, this one, and this verse, the first verse and the last verse were the ones that jumped out to me. And again, this whole thing, this whole discourse is about, you know, Jesus's prayers for his disciples, his promises of, you know, what will come when he's gone. And how they are to continue on as a community and and in their own mission when their leader is not with them anymore in the same way. And this is a thing – this is something that comes up in all of the Gospels. This is like – this is what we would refer to as ecclesiology, this, the, like, the theology of church, of community – what Jesus, like there's there's a number of different ecclesiologies in the Bible of ways to set up church, and John has one of them, and all of the Gospels are slightly different because they were all written in different communities in different times in the first century to different communities of people. Um, but what we get is a sense of what that ecclesiology, that like theology of the church and the community looks like in the community of John from which this gospel was written. And so one of the big parts of that ecclesiology, which isn't in this verse, in these verses, but is is earlier, is uh, the advocate, the the paraclete. Jesus says that like the spirit, like a spirit will come forth from, from me and I have to go so that God can like send forth the spirit, the Holy Spirit, we can call it. But this advocate, this paraclete, is like and like this indwelling presence of God that will show us where to go next. Like will will guide us in our mission in the world. And it is that and is it is from that kind of like indwelling advocate, Holy Spirit, paraclete, from that place is where we're gonna we're going to speak, you know, the truth of the gospel and the word of God. But what that does is really it makes it much more individualized that 
that kind of like who can be a teacher in this community? Well, anybody can because everybody's got the Holy Spirit, right? Everybody's got the advocate, you know? It's not the, the advocate, like the indwelling spirit of God in everyone is replacing Jesus. Not one person, not 12 people, but everybody has this thing in them. And the so thing. the thing. <laughs> <laughs> See? So verse 20 says, I ask not only on behalf of these, Jesus talking, talking about you know, these disciples, but also on behalf of those who will believe in me through their word, that they may all be one. Because at this point in the community of the gospel writer, all those 12 people, they are all dead. They've all gone. Because yeah. this, this is the last gospel written. It was written by a person that probably knew one of the original 12 disciples, maybe John. But this is not written by a like eyewitness of Jesus. So this is a community dealing with what it means for a whole that that first generation of disciples to be gone and how they move forward and with what direction they move forward now. So Jesus, so they're taking solace. So we have solace. They have solace in the fact, and we can have solace in the fact that Jesus is not only praying on behalf of those disciples that are sitting with him there, but all all the people that will come after those disciples and that they, that they may all be one. And, not only that, but that it doesn't say that they, those who believe in me through the words that they will repeat. Right. But those who will believe in me through their word. Again, taking this idea of the paraclete to mean that the advocate, the Holy Spirit in us, meaning that like we, we aren't just here to like regurgitate the truth of the gospel but to live it ourselves and then to speak that truth in in our language in in the language of our experience to other people and that we have this innate inherent authority in us which is the indwelling holy spirit to talk about what is true for us of god and of jesus and of faith and spirituality and so i think it's cool because it's not just it, it gives us it gives us kind of an agency to say, well, I have authority in this world mm-hmm. because I because God is in me, just like you were talking about, and and God in me, I am experiencing you know this world through the lens of God in me, and so I have the authority to say what I know of God because mm-hmm. I know God as as intimately as Jesus did. Yeah. And as intimately as these disciples did. Uh, okay, so that's three points. One, two, three. Where does the time go? I don't know. I'm different now. Number one point was Jackie's about prayer and Jesus, though infinitely connected to the to the Father and to God, is still showing us how important prayer is for the life of ourselves, for the life of the world, for the, for one another. Number two was Maya's, and it was about um, oh being present. <laughs> it Me was too. about being being present with ourselves, with God in us, and with God in one another, and in so doing, bringing about that finding that glory of God in community. And number three was mine about that indwelling Holy Spirit, that God in us, 
brings forth this authority for us to claim our experience of God and to share it with authority, uh, to share it boldly with the world and with the people around us uh, in whatever ways we find appropriate. So, having heard that discussion, Jackie will read the gospel one more time and hear if you see if you hear anything new this time through. Jesus prayed for his disciples, and then he said, I ask not only on behalf of these, but also on behalf of those who will believe in me through their word, that they may all be one. As you, Father, are in me, and I am in you, may they also be in us, so that the world may believe that you have sent me. The glory that you have given me, I have given them, so that they may be one, as we are one. I in them and you in me, that they may become completely one, so that the world may know that you have sent me and have loved them, even as you have loved me. Father, I desire that those also whom you have given me may be with me where I am to see my glory, which you have given me because you have loved me before the foundation of the world. Righteous Father, the world does not know you, but I know you, and these know that you have sent me. I made your name known to them, and I will make it known, so that the love of which you have loved me may be in them, and I in them. All right. That is our podcast for this week. Thank you, everybody, for tuning in to our Faith to Go podcast for this week seven of Easter in your sea, the week of June 2nd. We'll be back in your podcast next week for Pentecost. And again, that will be a podcast featuring Jackie Pippin live in studio. Get hype. It's truly a podcast to remember. Truly. <sighs> a pentacast. And <laughs> we, if you. Uh, I'm just thinking like, of like an animal with five arms <laughs> that they're all broken. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if you would like to uh, send us any questions or comments or stories from your week of faith discussion or corrections to any facts that we may have misstated. You can send those to faith2go at stpaulcathedral.org or through the website myfaith2go.org where you can also find all those faith2go resources. Or you can send uh, direct message us through Instagram at faith2go. Make sure to go rate and review this podcast to help other people find it. And until next week, 